everybody. Uh, uh, it's not the music. <laughs> it's us, Josh and Paula. If you could be anything, you why could, not vote for us? Yes, exactly. Vote for us. We're up for an award. An Oscar. <laughs> the Oscars of Chicago. The Chicago Readers Best of Chicago 2019. We are on the final ballot for Best Podcast, which is incredibly exciting. We and were, if we don't win... Josh and I are doing something bad. Yeah, we're going to do something real bad. And you don't even want to know what it is. <laughs> so if you don't want us to do something bad, you can go to beingearnestpod.com slash bestofchicago. That's beingearnestpod.com slash bestofchicago. And there's the link to the ballot and a little itty bitty description and instructions of how to vote because we love the reader. But the site's a little bit confusing. It's very easy to do. It'll only take about 10 seconds to vote. Our instructions will maybe bring it down to seven or five seconds. That's incredible. And uh, it is also worth noting that you do not have to live in the city of Chicago or near the city of Chicago to vote for us. All you need to do is go on the internet. (laughs) But we would love your support. In all honesty, we're really, really excited about this. We hope this gets some more eyes on the podcast as well. And we really appreciate everything everyone has done to get us nominated and to just listen in every week. So thank you. Thank you. We love you. Now let's have us win. We're going to (laughs) win. If you could be anything, why not be Paula, what could be so interesting on your cell phone that you'd be ignoring me for this recording session? I thought you were still beep, beep, hitting buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Anything fun on your scrolling? God, my thumbs are so sore from scrolling. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I I really want to try to break the habit of, but I don't like to do actual work? Uh Uh-huh. That thing where you, you check Twitter... And then you put down your phone, but then the next thing you know, you're checking Twitter again. Yeah. You know, it's just like immediate. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's toxic for me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way about like, I mean, even just as simple as like checking the time on your phone. You're like, let me check the the time. Bright screen. What's the time? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I do that a lot with Instagram where I'm like, Instagram. Oh, cool. All my friends are doing all these fun things with their pictures. Go into other app. I wonder what's happening on Instagram. Yes, moments later. (laughs) Moments later. Uh, Yeah, I mean, to be very vulnerable and earnest for a second, sometimes I worry that, like, I am missing out on, like, kind of being a human being because we constantly have little entertainment. Huh. Welcome to Being Earnest, (laughs) a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And uh, we're getting existential today, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) But normally we're just giving you the earnest news of the day. Beep, 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 beep. And we have a great topic for you this week. We do. What's our topic, Paula? It is Casual Chain Restaurant. Casual Chain Restaurant. Now, Paula, um, that's three words that could mean a lot of things. Yes, yes, yes. What do you mean we by casual? We picked ca- them out of a hat. Yeah, we did scrabble. We threw down the <laughs> tiles and it spelled out casual chain restaurant. <laughs> um, how do, would you define a casual chain restaurant as opposed to like fast casual or a fancy restaurant? Absolutely. So I'm going to actually just defer to um, my, my uh, scholarly source of Wikipedia for this. Uh. Dr. Wikipedia. Dr. Pedia. <laughs> Please, Dr. Pedia is my father. Call me Wiki. <laughs> oh, God. According to Wikipedia, 
A casual dining restaurant chain is a restaurant that serves moderately priced food in a casual atmosphere. Except for buffet-style restaurants and more recently fast casual chains, casual dining restaurants provide table service. Well, in my head, that made a lot of sense, but then reading it out loud, nonsense words. Um, Essentially, I think a casual chain restaurant is something like an Applebee's or a TGI Friday's or a Chili's, mm-hmm. a place that is in a freestanding building in the parking lot of a mall. Yes, yes. They, it's the only thing that's allowed to be freestanding in the center of a parking lot besides a bank. Yes. It's <laughs> fast casual, re- or sorry, casual chain restaurants and these. Yeah, so it's not, so a Chipotle would be fast casual. Yes. Because you there's no table service. How defined they are. Yes. So these are a place that you have you go and you sit down and a server comes to your table. Yes. But you don't have to dress up to go for it and probably the okay, menu I guess do- peasants don't have to dress up for it. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> We're getting into it really early. Um but I guess yeah, it's not like a seasonal menu. Right. Or things like it. Like it's you 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 know what you're getting when you go into this restaurant. Yes, and there's always a margarita deal. Yes, like, exactly. Like always a margarita special. So I think this begs the question, Paula, what's your casual chain restaurant of choice? Oh, man, I love Red Lobster. Really? Yes. Really? Yes, I would do. I love Red Lobster. Wow. I love it. And here's why. Three words. Cheddar bay biscuits. <laughs> that would be four syllables. Three words. <laughs> um, more than that. They're so good. Really? I, I would live off them. If I could remove my blood and just fill it with the goop of Cheddar Bay biscuits, I would do that. That's so gross. That's so <laughs> and the gross. Doctors would be like, "Why did you do this?" I'm imagining you now in a Willy Wonka situation where the Red Lobster has finally <laughs> opened up the gates, but you don't get the inheritance of the entire factory because you're like a Veruca Salt type character who eats all the Cheddar Bay biscuits and literally turns into a Cheddar Bay biscuit, and they're like. <laughs> Oompa loompa, <laughs> lobster roll time. <laughs> um, two things to talk about. Number one, <laughs> Josh, you and I would both do so badly in a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation. I don't oh, think I. I like rules. Uh, no, you do like rules. Uh, but I think I think you're gonna I think you're gonna rebel. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think I would do? I think you're gonna get pretty like. I think you're getting pretty close to the end. Okay. But then ultimately you do something to piss off Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, right. I make some wisecrack about a photo and he's like, that's my mother. Yeah. <laughs> she was the whole reason I made this entire <laughs> chocolate fact. She's the recipe. And I was like, oh, I, I did. I, I thought that was another Oompa Loompa. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, just get the hell out. Just get out. Get out. It's not one of the fun ones. Yeah. He's like, get out. There's not a song. I'm just calling security. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Why do you think I'm getting out? I mean, because you're going to inject yourself with Cheddar Bay Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm imagining that being like him walking into the... <laughs> Walking into also the- Willy Wonka now also owns Red Lobster. Yes, it's a sensible franchise. What's the, what's the um um? He'll be like, 
Come with me and we'll see a world of pure... Paula, what are you doing? (laughs) You're like already swimming in the chocolate river, lying on your back, sucking on four candy canes. (laughs) Yes, because I hate rules and I love touching stuff. (laughs) So I think I'm getting out immediately. (laughs) I'll wait for you at the bar down the street. (laughs) We're not making it far here. I've never been to Red Lobster. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going. Is there one here? There's one in Pulaski. Get the car. <laughs> what car? <laughs> Buy a car. Get it. Because <laughs> um, I do think this is another key feature of a fast Sorry, not a fast casual. I'm going to keep saying I that. I know. I know. I'm bear with us, reader. Like, it, because because maybe one day we will do fast casual. Yeah, but a casual chain restaurant, one of the major features of it is you have to get there by driving. You're yes. not allowed to like take a bus Can to a casual. Can you imagine taking an Uber to Olive Garden? <laughs> I mean, I have, but what an insane thing. But even that is a car. Like You can't yeah. take public transit but to go to... Like, it feels like when you go to a casual chain restaurant, like, beep, beep, you need to park your car in the parking lot. Yes. And then, and then leave your stuff in there. Like, it's... Yeah, and you have to be like, remember where we parked. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very funny to think of not knowing that. Um, what is your favorite casual chain restaurant? I love that we're not just being like restaurant. We're like cat. We have to have this the whole yeah. phrase in there every time. Yeah, it's Chili's. Okay. Chili's is the best casual chain restaurant ever to exist. Go Both on. do I want my baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. But I can also get a sizzling fajita platter okay, if that I is want true. to. Is Chili's a bit of a south of the border flavor? Yeah, it's Tex-Mex, okay. but ribs. <laughs> <laughs> but also ribs. ribs. Yeah, it's like it's like Tex-Mex. Yeah. <laughs> Tex-Mex. Or actually, you know what it is? Is It's not Tex-Mex. It's Tex-Space-Mex. It does both of them. And it does both of them equally well, I will say. Have you ever seen the video of when they were recording the, like, I want my baby back? Yeah, it's brilliant. The greatest artists of our generation. We'll post it on our social media. It is absolutely buck wild. And the original song is 15 minutes long. It's really good. (laughs) It's legitimately a good song. So, yeah, no, I'm a big Chili stan. I'm a big fan of that. They're also the ones who brought us the two for 20 deal. And God bless them for that. Yeah. Yeah, because you know that you're not going to a Chili's alone. You got to be sharing. No. You want to share the apps. You're getting double food. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that they'll let you do two for 20 if there's only one. You can't do one for 40. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a transitive property of math. You also couldn't do three for, I don't can't do math. <laughs> uh, wait, so, okay, so Chili's Red Lobster. Can we talk about our Mount Rushmore? Yeah, just like, like what the would best. Our four ones be. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think they have to be shared. So Red yeah. Lobster's one, Chili's the other. Sure. What are our other two? I love Olive Garden. I hate Olive Garden. When I you're there, your family. I uh, I can't stand Olive Garden. See, I would say instead of Red Lobster for me, it's Legal Seafood, but that's so regional. It's so regional. Also, but it I is think better. I've been to Legal Seafood. I think that it's it's it. I mean, it's, it's obviously great, and you can't say it's better because you haven't been. But um, <laughs> I just know it's, it's obviously Northeasterner great. But I think Legal Seafood feels like a nice restaurant. Interesting, but and it is I a feel chain. like Red Lobster's like a, you know. So then, what about like Pizzeria Uno? Like, where does that fall then? 
We're getting too in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a, what is that? What is that phrase about porn? Like you don't, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but I know it when I see it. Sure. That's how something, I feel about casual so, chain I mean, well, let me, let me throw something out there that I think is going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. TGI Fridays. Okay. I love TGI Fridays. I love TGI Fridays. All right. We can allow that. We can allow that. I also am a big fan of Johnny Rockets. I okay, like the throwback theme? feel. A theme? I a think the other thing is that the kind of restaurant we're talking about here not only can be freestanding in a mall parking lot, but can also be just like randomly globbed onto the side of a mall. That's true. That's true. Well, can I put this out there? Sure. Buffalo Wild Wings. So I had Buffalo Wild Wings. I've never been inside one, but I had delivery from Buffalo Wild Wings. It's pretty good. The other day. It was great. It's great. But you and I are, I'm looking at the list on Wikipedia of these. You and I are absolute fools. Okay. The Cheesecake Factory. Oh, fuck me up. The Cheesecake Factory. The Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) I mean, obviously that's the answer, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Well, because it encompasses all the other restaurants in its menu. It is the most. And true novel. You sit down at Cheesecake Factory and it is a full novel one of my friends used to work at the cheesecake factory and said it was like a week-long training and you had to take a really kind of hard test at the end of that week because you had to know everything on the menu i mean the menu's enormous yeah and you had to be like what's the difference between these two salads is this one have like lettuce tomato artichoke and feta or lettuce tomato artichoke and goat cheese And you had to be able to tell the difference between those, and they have completely different names. It's too much. It's way so too much. This is going to be my earnest advice of the week. We're kicking this off right away. Sure. Listeners, Josh Linden, <laughs> if you are ever in a situation where aliens take you to another planet, they say, okay, great, but you only get the food from one restaurant for the rest of eternity, you're picking Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Because you can still get a taste of everything. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you can have a healthy and an unhealthy diet. Yes. It's, yeah. So when you find yourself in that situation. Do you situation, think I could convince them that a grocery store is a restaurant? No, they're aliens. They're not idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they understand everything about human that, culture. Just for that, now Olive Garden is yours. <laughs> no. I think another element that connects all of these restaurants together sorry, excuse me, casual chain restaurants together. Thank you. Is that they all have a pretty strong appetizer game. Yeah. Like a very strong appetizer game. So I want to play an appetizer game real fast. And Paula, I'd like you to make your perfect appetizer platter. Ooh, okay. A perfect appetizer platter. So how many things are we saying can go on it? You can have, let's say three for the sake of time. Okay. You can three different appetizers in this platter. It all comes under one price, but you can combine appetizers from different casual restaurant chain restaurants. So it's like an all-star team of appetizers. And let me ask, in this scenario, are you and I both still lactose intolerant? No. (laughs) No. It's a hypothetical, so we can have cheese. (laughs) Um, Ooh, what a good question. Is it my perfect or is it our perfect? I think it's your perfect, and then I'll tell you mine. Okay, so my number one is a little guy called Clam Strips from my Red Lobster. Okay. They're right. amazing. They're wonderful. Yep, very good. Um, And then number two, I gotta go with some mozzarella sticks. Sure. I'm sure. only human, mm-hmm. especially because in this world I can have dairy. 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, fill me up. Then I think I'm going to go really crazy. Okay. Okay. And I think I'm going to do maybe chi- maybe chicken wings. Interesting. And I'm, normally, I'm normally not for that. But I'm just thinking like all this fried food kind of on one. I'm going to need a break. I'm going to need something healthy. I'm going to need chicken wings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are they boneless? Yes. So they're chicken nuggets. Okay, well, that's offensive. <laughs> With extra blue cheese. What are you putting on? I mean, I guess those weren't all from places so much as three options, but, and I'm going to change my mind a hundred more times, but whatever. Okay. I have my, I have my answer. Okay. So first and foremost, we're going to scoot on over to our friends at TGI Fridays. All right. And get some of those, uh, the string bean fries. Oh, I want those too. Okay. Yeah. I want those on mine. <laughs> You're just going to steal off of my plate. Yeah. Is what's going to happen? This actually works out really well. Cause I, I, I get mine, but I also get yours. <laughs> <laughs> so those fried string beans are so effing good. They're so good. Um, and then my second one, not to double up on the fries, but have you ever had the Texas cheese fries at Chili's? No, I you lo- love Chili's. Do you have a Chili's tattoo? I don't, but <laughs> if Chili's wants to sponsor me, <laughs> I'll do it. So let me just read you from the Chili's website what the Texas cheese fries full uh, serving oh has on God. it. Shredded cheese, bacon, jalapenos, green onions, all on top of a fried buttery mound of fries. And it all kind of like melts in together. It's like loaded nachos, but it's fries instead yes. of the nacho chips. It's absolutely perfect. And I think my other one is... Another like tubular shaped fried food. It's not quite fries, but I think mine is mozzarella sticks. Hell yeah. Welcome to the winning team. Yeah, I think it's mozzarella sticks. It's the Applebee's mozzarella sticks. Yeah. They're really, really good. Yes. And Josh, I realized that I really beefed up. Okay. So we have my Applebee's mozzarella sticks. We have my red lobster clam strips. Sure. But chicken wings, I was a fool. That was a fool's <laughs> the fool's errand. A fool's errand. I'm putting my Beloved Outback Steakhouse Bloomin' Onion on there. Oh, very interesting. Yes. Oh, that is a strong, I, I strong get sick choice. Every time I eat it, and I love it. <laughs> every time. Every time. If we can go back to Chili's for a second here, because I don't know, uh, it seems like you're not understanding the magic of this place. <laughs> of Chili's? Of Chili's. I've been to a Chili's, sure. <laughs> um, also, a Chili's to go in the airport. Mwah. Brilliant. But Chili's is very important to me because when I was in high school, my best friend and I, uh, his name is Joe, would sometimes just drive around, you know, like you do in high school once you're able to drive. You're just, you have nowhere to go. You have nowhere to go and you like want to go like be kind of adulty and like go and get a meal somewhere or whatever. Like we'll go to the mall. Just enough money. Yeah, exactly. And so we were like, well, where do we want to go? And Joe actually was in my grade, but the very old for the grade so he had a car pretty early okay and we were like where do we go and we always ended up going to Chili's and then it just became a tradition that when we hang out back home when like he sees his folks and I see my folks when we hang out we could go to like nice restaurants we're adults now yeah who like have income and palettes right but like we go to Chili's we just go to Chili's every time we split a two for 20 it's really like we know that Chili's in Westford, Massachusetts, inside and out. Oh. And I will say, 
there was one time where uh, we were tr- going to a movie. We we're going to go to a movie at the Burlington Mall. Side note, the Burlington Mall in Burlington, Massachusetts is where Paul Blart Mall Cop was filmed. Okay, so it's a landmark. Yeah, exactly. We were doing the history tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, The walking tour. Yeah, we were... We decided um, that we wanted to go to a movie, and that movie was The Book of Eli, <laughs> which was not a good movie and did not merit the amount of time that and turmoil that we're about to go through. So the movie was in like two hours, but it was one of those movie theaters that wasn't like in the mall, but was in the vicinity of a mall. And so we were like, oh, let's go grab some food beforehand. And there were a bunch of different restaurants, and everywhere had a wait, and we kept like going to the different places and there being a wait and us being like, oh God, well we timed this badly because we should have just waited at the first place, but we didn't. And now it's getting close to the movie. We've only got like 30 minutes. What are we going to do? We don't really want to just like only eat popcorn for dinner. And what we realized is that there was a Chili's right across the street from the movie theater. And what we also realized is that we didn't have to sit down in the Chili's. We could just do the Chili's to go. We walked up, ordered the Chili's to go, Sat on the side of the restaurant for about 20 minutes. They brought our food out and we just ate chilies in the car in the in the parking, in the parking lot, lot of, of the chilies. chilies. Yeah. <laughs> and just sat there and just kept saying to ourselves, like, we're so fucking smart. Like, this is the smartest idea we've ever had. It probably would have been much less time to just eat in there. Well, eating in there if we had done that from the beginning, but there was like an hour and a half long wait, and we had to get in to see Book of Eli. Okay. What is Denzel going to do? What in the world is Denzel going to (laughs) do? All right. Maybe you outsmarted the system. Yeah. Isn't it funny that some restaurants are just like associated with a certain brand? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Megan, my uh, my best friend Megan and I like uh, will eat at at the Golden Nugget uh, Diner. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, we spend countless, countless, countless nights at the Golden Nugget Diner. That's like our place. That's just your place. That's our place. Because you're trying to recreate a sitcom? No, because it's actually the best restaurant in the whole world. Oh, I see. I see. And you actually should know that because you've been there now. I did. I went once. I went with you. It's the best place in the world. I'm the new Megan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) More fake blood, buddy. So, Josh, um, what are like, what is the formula for a casual chain restaurant? The recipe, if you will. The recipe. So, definitely booths. Yep, booths. Definitely booths. Um, Kids menu. Kids menu with with, with crayons. crayons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like themed kids menu. It's not like a generic kids menu. Yes. It's like find the chili pepper yes. or like yes. Olive got stuck in her garden. <laughs> Cut her out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um the the menu has so many pictures in it. Yes. Yes. The menu is like a it's almost um Almost always is the kind of like what's the for the binding where it's a spi- spiral binding spiral binding yes. yeah spiral like, binding and mm-hmm. it's laminated pages because they know you're gonna spill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is such a small one, but uh, when when they bring you your soda, they leave the little bit of paper on the straw at the top. Yes, <laughs> yes, very true. I think also there's always some kind of appetizer special and there's always some kind of drink special. Yes. And it's, it's always like, um, like a, like a very, very, very sugary drink that your aunt would like that either like a 19 year old with a fake ID or like your crazy aunt. Would yeah. Drink. It's always like a bad margarita or a Pumpkin da- margarita. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or a daiquiri. Yes. Oh, always daiquiris. Yes. And they always have really wacky names. I think also, um, the uniforms are polo centric. Yes. Of the staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and always like the kind of little waist apron. Yes. 
I think it's also there's there is a bar, but you never want to sit at it. No. <laughs> and they rarely even offer you that option. Yeah, right, right. I think the other thing is that like that's the constant with all of these. Bread for the table. Bread for the table. And sometimes the bread is the main event. Like with Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Oh gosh, yes. Um or Unlimited like, breadsticks at uh, uh, Olive Garden. Yes, I would say that chips and salsa at um, at a it serves the same purpose at a Chili's, mm-hmm. same kind of thing. Um, there was a local Italian uh, chain called Bertucci's. Okay, in uh, in Massachusetts, and I may have spoken about this on the pod before. I can't remember, but oh my god, they're bread rolls. These rolls, you could buy the rolls. By themselves, really, if you wanted to, and walk away with the rolls and have have a poor man's lunch, but the rolls were so 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 good, really, yeah. And it would be like rolls plus olive oil, and you just tear into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else would you pay two for twenty dollars for? <laughs> <laughs> I'd get two like USB flash drives. Now, that'd be a pretty good deal. Like the bigger kind, kind of the ones that fit a lot of space. Yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. ones that are like USB-C, like on the new MacBook Pros. Mm. You know, the like really thin boys. Yeah. All right, that'd be a good deal. It just feels like there are some situations, like when I go to FedEx and I need to get something, FedEx Kinko's, and I need to get something printed. Yeah. And their Wi-Fi doesn't work. Yeah, that's a good two for 20 deal. Yeah, it's a great two for 20 deal. That's a great deal. You're going to see that. You're going to think, pretty good deal. You're going to get it. Yeah, one for me, one for a friend. Yes. Can we I can share friend? files. Yeah. All right, nice. We can maybe back up our podcast in case yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Be smart. What would you get for two for 20? Birds. <laughs> <laughs> you were so ready. Huge birds. <laughs> okay. One huge bird on each shoulder. <laughs> Would they have? Would they be the like talking kind? No, squawking. <laughs> <laughs> Two loud birds. Sure, like full plumage. <laughs> full plumage. Just sitting there, like not well behaved. Like <laughs> two vultures, harbingers of death, standing on your shoulders. I want everything else about me to be the same. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm Paula. I'm an alternative comic. And there's just two birds like. (laughs) (laughs) And then people would go, what's with the birds? And I'd go, two for 20. Can you believe that price? Yeah. These these birds were $10 each. (laughs) And they don't even fight that much. They they barely fight. I don't have to feed them. They find their own food. (laughs) Every time they fly away, they come right back. (laughs) It's a great deal. I didn't even want them, but. You know, impulse buys that price. How can you say no? Right, it's like the aisle in Target when you're le- when you're leaving Target. It's like I do need, I do need this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I'd give people my explanation. They'd go, "Yeah, yeah, pretty much." Yeah, she makes a good makes a good point. Do you know how much a bird goes for on a the huge a, bird? A huge bird. The list price for a huge bird. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna Google this. All right, so we're talking thousands of dollars. Sure, yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're getting a full-on, you know, a a parrot, $3,000. Sure. So two for 20 (laughs) for vultures? (laughs) How diseased and or problematic are these birds? Doesn't matter. Amazing price. (laughs) How creeped out would you be if you came over and I had two 
enormous vultures on my shoulder. And you were like, I explained the good deal I got. And you were like, now I get it. And then you were like, what are their names? And I said, this one's Joshua and this one's Landon. I think and I'd be would, out of a job. You would not know if it was a compliment or not. <laughs> I don't think it's a compliment. Your life. <laughs> I was thinking, what if they were both named Paula? Mm. And your name is Paula. So my name is the same in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. They just three Paulas and they're like, what's your name? Paula. What's its name? Paula. What's its name? Paula. But they all have a different number of L's. Oh, Paula. <laughs> Okay, you make a you have a mean marching band impression. Thank you. I was somebody's been needing I, to notice. I was actually varsity in marching band impressions. Oh really? Yeah, I got a letter for it and everything. Oh, you lettered for it. Yeah, in you know, I would have sworn you were the the uh the mouth sound drum major. <laughs> you know, I can't beatbox at all. I used to think I could. Welcome to Small Town <laughs> Festival. A segment where we shine a light upon our nation, and I guess any nation's smallest, towniest, endearingest festivals. Yes, I would say this is the one where the uh, the name of it is self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, I have a great one for you today. Wow, okay. One that in all of my searching the web, I have never found. And today, like the room of requirement, it popped on up. Okay. And it is coming up on October 26th. Ooh. It is called the Annual Coarse Gold Tarantula Awareness Festival. What was that second word? Tarantula? No, the one before. Annual. <laughs> okay. The 22nd Annual Tarantula Awareness Festival. In Corsgold Historic Village, Corsgold, California. Is it a historic village because the tarantulas have killed everyone in this town? Yes. Well, you know how um, I'm a big believer in sometimes if there's a really mean looking bug, wherever that bug is, belongs to that bug now. Okay. And I think these people probably agreed with me and they're like, oh, you go ahead and take that. Yeah, we might as well just call it tarantula town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not... Uh, there's not a really cohesive website, where, so we're kind of putting this together based sure. on what we can find. Um, but my, right away, the phrase tarantula awareness is what gets me. <laughs> because as somebody with big, big, big arachnophobia, mm-hmm. big arachnophobia energy, I'm constantly aware that tarantulas exist. <laughs> like, no one has to remind me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. E- even in the temperate climates of chicago where a tarantula could not live they live in petco in cages oh but you don't know they could get out (laughs) they're little slobbery little beasts (laughs) i hate them i'm imagining like california is historically known for things like the gold rush yeah for example what if just an old what if this festival just an old prospector shambling over the town lines being like there's tarantulas in them the hills i'm telling you folks there's tarantulas that's how uh that's how petco come to get all theirs <laughs> <laughs> they, they round them up the old from- guy 
All right. Now, this what I'm really, really loving about the uh, Tarantula Awareness Festival in Coarse Gold is that the activities here are so creative and some are relevant to tarantulas. <laughs> sure. So I'll just list you. I'll just list off some of them that they have. Please. Okay. Um, come celebrate nature's hairy creatures. That. I hope they all die. That, yes, because tarantulas are the only hairy creatures in nature. Eh. Not a whole class of animals. I absolutely love how earnest this is, and I love small town festivals, but wow, tarantulas, not my friend. Uh-huh. Okay. So they have a scream-off contest, mm-hmm. which I think I'd do a pretty good job at. Probably, yes. I have a very loud voice. Um, a hairy leg contest. For both okay. men and women. All right. That's that sounds fun. progressive and good. Costume parade. Okay. Pumpkin decorating. Okay. Not really tarantula, but love that. Maybe they have to all be decorated as tarantulas. Yeah. Trick-or-treating, parentheses, for the little ones. Mm. So that's kind of Halloween time. I like that they have probably had big ones mm-hmm. come through and they had to be specific. They no, 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 this- no, 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 no. Kathy, when you're making the website this year, you <laughs> Got to list. You got to make sure that no adults trick or treat. I trick me once, <laughs> shame on me. <laughs> trick me twice, treat on you. Put it on the website. Uh, okay, then we're kind of continuing on theme. We have tarantula races, uh-huh. an arachnid presentation. Okay, the best live tarantula derby ever. But then I'm gonna throw a couple at you that maybe are gonna make you go, huh? Okay. So this is at the the Tarantula Awareness Festival, a poetry contest. Okay. And a pizza eating contest. Okay. All right. That's the festival and it sounds delightful. That sounds delightful. I'm a little bit sad that there's not a let the tarantula bite you and see if you turn into Spider-Man. <laughs> no, part I think of that's it. Uh, I think that's what uh, the arachnid presentation is. <laughs> Probably, yes, yes. Come Look here, at this. let's go present this. Look at this spider boy. We've made him in a lab. <laughs> it's just a guy with like a bite mark on his hand. Yeah, exactly. To get back to your original point, it sounds like it's tarantula awareness in terms of like, these critters are great, as opposed to like, there are tarantulas. Please, please, this is a safety demonstration. We've, we've... Turned it into a festival so that more people will show up. We've got pizza. We've got trick-or-treating for the little ones. But honestly, what we are trying to tell you is there are tarantulas and you have to be safe. And maybe that's why there's some events that seem to have nothing to do with tarantulas. Like you're up there doing the poetry contest and they just creep behind you. And it's so quiet and they go, don't forget about the tarantulas. (laughs) Josh, have you ever eaten at a casual chain restaurant and not realized it was a chain? Yeah. Like, then you, you're like, I found the best place. Yeah. But I make a rule when I'm traveling that I try not to go to chains unless it's like a staple of the local place. Like you have to. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta go. Mm-hmm. I try not to go to chains because I want to experience, especially in new cities and things like that, I want to experience, you know, that legit uncut shit right you know what i mean yeah but it sounds like you've been burned 
And I've definitely been burned before. I've been burned many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a go-to of mine. Oh, really? Is there a notable recent time when you've been burned? Oh, a re- well, I was recently on a work trip and uh, the very nice person I was traveling with tried to convince me that Raising Cane's was only available in like one state, like Raising Cane's Chicken. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a, it's a thing? Right? I think it's just like all over. Yeah. I think it's just like a regular chicken place. <laughs> And I felt like a fool <laughs> <laughs> driving around a week later being like, there's raising canes all over. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Hey, wait a uh, second. I'm not in Kentucky anymore, but there's still a Kentucky fried chicken. What in the world? Why, where do they get off? Uh, what? I, um, I did once go to Colonel Sanders' grave. Oh. Yeah. How I mean, was I it? I know that's fast food. Sure, sure. Everyone it's okay. We're ears. bending Everyone the plug rules. Your ears. We're in the second half of the episode. We yeah. can get a little more All silly. Right. We're a little drunk. Just kidding. We're not. We're not. We're drinking tea. <laughs> so you were at <laughs> Colonel Sanders' grave. Yes, I went to Colonel Sanders' grave in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Um, because it was on the it was on the Atlas Obscura list of weird things to do. Sure, sure. Is that kind of a- the end of story there? <laughs> <laughs> So this is actually making me think of a question that I'd like to ask you. Oh, yeah. You know those blue food signs on the side of the highway? The ones that are like McDonald's, Culver's. Yeah, Yeah. right. Exactly. You're driving. Your tummy's a grumbling. Oh, great. You're starting to get to the point where you're like, if I don't eat in the next, if I'm not sitting down at a restaurant in the next 20 minutes. So that's me every hour. I am (laughs) going to lose it. Okay. And I'm going to do something bad. Yeah. I'm going to. Turn the car off the road. Yeah. There are three different, you know, like you pass the attractions at different Mm -hmm. uh, exits. What is the casual chain restaurant that you see and you're like, I'm getting off. That's the one. So, so I feel like this is a, I feel like this is a loaded question, Josh. Sure. Because playing this game, you have to think that like my favorite Fast food. Are we talking casual chain restaurant or fast food restaurant? I think it could be both. It could be both. You know, my favorite may not be what I'm looking for in a road trip. Oh, interesting. You know, because what you're looking for on a road trip, you're either looking for adventure or fast. <laughs> and okay. I feel like that's going to be different than if I'm just like, you know, if, if we're just out and about and I'm like, I have a hankering for Red Lobster. Sure. You know? Uh, so like adventure, I'm, well, if, if we have time, I always want to find like the weirdest, you know, 1950s diner where sure. like, the people have been locked inside and it's like Brigadoon. <laughs> 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 like they come alive like one day a year and one day every 100 yeah, years. Yeah. We have to like marry them. Like, I, I don't know. I was in Brigadoon in high school. <gasps> were you? I Which was. Which part you? I was Charlie Dalrymple, the one who gets married. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. What is that very good song? So there's some very bad songs from yes. Brigadoon. And then there's one very good song from Brigadoon. Is it Go Home with Bonnie Jean? That's the sexist yeah. one that I sang. I don't think that sounds like... And then there's the one that's like a ballad called Come to Me, Bend to Me, which sounds gross, but it's actually very sweet. So let's... Can we just quick talk Brigadoon? Yeah, let's do a quick... This our is our new segment been, called... This is our Brigadoon break. <laughs> Let's talk Brigadoon. All right. So I don't want to look this up. Let's just talk this through. Yeah. The concept of Brigadoon uh-huh. is it is a, a small idyllic town. Yes. That comes to life once every hundred years. Yes. So it's two alternate timelines. 
Got it. One of which is our time, mm-hmm. where a couple of bumbling hikers in the highlands of Scotland from America stumble upon this town, which is in a separate timeline, which is what you just explained. One day a year in our real timeline is one day a year is oh, it's oh one, one day, day every hundred years. I think years. it's one day every hundred yeah, years. Yeah, is a is Briga one day for is them. Scottish for one hundred. I didn't realize that. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> now, dear listeners, this may sound familiar. What you might be thinking of is Outlander, which is a different TV different. show about someone who falls through time in yes. the Scottish Highlands. That one's steamy and sexy, and it's suburban moms love it. Yes. And so, so in the musical Brigadoon, a uh, hot American guy falls in love with hot Brigadoon girl. Yes. And he essentially has one day to decide if he's going to stay in Brigadoon forever. Mm-hmm. And even if he like falls asleep there, if he joins Brigadoon, basically they don't call this part out, but everyone he loves will be dead when he wakes up. Also, if any of them leave Brigadoon. Uh-huh. The whole town dies, which is a Jesus, whole subplot. I forgot that part. Yeah, so they have one guy tries to run away and they kill him. Well, he he dies as he's running, but like, wait, with the intent of killing him. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I completely forgot about this plot line of Brigadoon. Uh huh. What? Yeah, one guy who is upset and doesn't want to live there anymore. So they know what they're kind of getting into. Yes, because there was a someone put a spell on the town they're aware of this i think there was like some reason why because they were about to be attacked or like they were unsafe and they wanted to keep the town safe i don't know there's some reason for it but if anyone from the town leaves then they all die and that's why the american only has one day to figure it out because after that one day he becomes part of the town Wow. I for, I forgot that there was a, a straight-up murder plot line. <laughs> straight-up murder plot. So then they murder the guy who tries to escape. Yes. And then, spoiler alert, the American is like, you know what? I am going to stick in Brigadoon. Yep, and there's a Which song about it. he has better hope that he still likes her in the second day of them meeting. Right, exactly. Because, but it's a musical. Well. Can I tell you a couple fun stories about my production of Brigadoon? Yes. So, and then I have some more questions about the alternate timelines that I hope you can answer. Sure, I will do my best. So in the Acton Boxborough Regional High School Presidium Circus production of Brigadoon in the year, I want to say 2008 okay. or so. The year I was born. <laughs> I remember that when the fight sequence happened in in Act 2, during intermission, all of us who were just scrawny boys, really scrawny and weedly waifs of human beings because yeah. we were like 16-year-old theater kids. Theater kids, yeah. We all had the makeup team draw fake abs on us. <laughs> because if the shirt was more open while we were running then we would have fake abs it would look like from the audience that we had abs now we really need to (laughs) we really gotta dive in the head of these poor makeup artists with a bunch of sweaty scrawny theater boys Mm -hmm. being like here's my tum tum Well, because there was like... Paint the muscles on my tum-tum. Please, please. Um, yeah, because there were like two dudes who ended up in the uh, their Coast Guard 
like officers now. So they were ripped because they got a couple jocks. Yeah. To do theater. So you saw you saw uh, the rest those of guys us Weedly boys you- are like, we need to be like them. <laughs> we'll make the makeup team make us like them. <laughs> I'm also picturing these guys with actual abs and then you guys with like backwards threes on your brain on your stomach. What's that song? What's the song that they sing in Cinderella where they're like turning her into not Cinderella? Cinderella, Cinderella. It's like that, but for abs. Boy, so I bet this town is effed up whenever they see new technology. Because you're like, oh, yeah, I want to spend three hours looking at your sick-ass cell phone. <laughs> then that's three hours of your precious life. I can look anything up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. Wait, all the Jacobites die? <laughs> wait, that's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick cat videos. <laughs> They waste the entire, the entire. Well, because they go through the same stages of the internet that we all went through, so it's like, oh, sick keyboard cat. Exactly, keyboard. It's a very fun word to say in a Scottish accent. Keyboard. Keyboard. (laughs) Keyboard. And then, and then they look up, and all of a sudden, it's eleven fifty nine. They're like, "Oh shit! It's what are we gonna get tomorrow?" Shit! (laughs) They all started a podcast in that one day. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to being Ernest. Welcome to being Brigadoon, (laughs) a very Highland podcast. (laughs) Next time they wake up, podcast is done. Yeah, right. Thousands of reviews. (laughs) So I don't want to pull back the curtain too much. But I think we have an investigative result. Yes. After talking about casual chain restaurants for as long as we have. Yes. Which is, you know, honestly, didn't spend a ton of time on that topic. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't they all kind of the same? Thank you. They're all all the same. It's all the same, just like with a slight twist. So it's like, instead of fajitas, it's chicken strips. Yeah. And that's the difference between Applebee's and Chili's. Well, and then there's some of them that's like, now Applebee's, how are you different from TGI Fridays? Right. You know, and and Outback is the exact same, except served with an Australian accent. Right. And the 99 restaurant has 99 reasons. You'll always come back for more. But most of them are the same as Outback Steakhouse. What is 99 restaurant? The 99 restaurant is a New England chain of of casual restaurants that has a jingle that goes, 99 restaurant is 99 reasons you'll always come back for more. Are there 99 things on the menu? I don't know. I've never counted. All right, so I am on the 99 restaurant menu, Mm -hmm. and it's definitely big. Uh Uh-huh. But it is certainly not 99. (laughs) So I'm panicking. They gave a lot of popcorn. They would put popcorn on the table as you were waiting. Mm. There was one in West Concord, and it was mediocre. Well, now they have nine real-size entrees for $9.99. Now that's a deal. Mm. That's a bird price. (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) Honestly, it is if you get two of them. Two for 20. <laughs> um, yeah, they they really are all kind of the same. Now, some of them do have bigger lay-ons. Like a Red Lobster is going to be like more seafood. Yeah, sure. You know, an Olive Garden is going to be more family. <laughs> sure, sure. But, you know, an Applebee still does surf and turf. 
and things like that. It's just different degrees of it. So I guess my question is, when the rapture comes, Mm -hmm. who will be, which casual chain restaurant will be on which side? Heaven or hell? Yeah, like who's going to be a lot, if there is a, the war of the chain restaurants. Sure. Who's allied with each other and who's against each other? Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, in a Game of Thrones. Yes, you either you know either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the Olive Garden. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um. Okay. So I think like somebody. So if we're looking at ones that are really similar to each other, like an Applebee's and TGI Fridays or whatever, do we think they would be allied because they'd be like, if one of us goes, the other goes, or do you think they would be? On opposing sides. You have hit the exact question I've been struggling with for the last probably two minutes since I thought of this idea. Yeah. I don't know. Because would it be like Game of Thrones where they're like, we are the North. Yeah, like they would come crawling in together, like Outback Steakhouse, like (laughs) supporting them on their shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and then all the kind of the oddballs are in another camp. Uh Uh-huh. But then like all the Italian restaurants... I'd be like, oh. we pledge our sword to you, King Olive Garden. So the macaroni grills and the, you know, all the other kind of Italian themed restaurants that exist yes. out there. Huh. Yeah. Okay, well, I can really see this going um every direction. Sure. Should I pull up a list of the casual chain restaurants? Yes, please. All right. Well, I think just to make this easy on us, because we could we could get lost in this. Yeah, this sure. could be the new podcast theme. I am gonna list a restaurant, a casual chain restaurant. And uh, you have to tell me if it'd be on good guys or bad guys. Okay, cool. Okay. Baker Square. I have no idea what that is. <gasps> it's, fine. it's fine. It's like pie and stuff. Okay. So and I'll tell you what, it's a Midwestern chain. That's a good guy. Sure. Yeah. That's a good guy. Benihana. Bad guys. Because the knives. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah, too they're showy. In, they're too showy. There's too much steam. Yeah, what what kind of deal with the devil did they yeah. work out to be able to flip that thing into the onions? Well, and I don't think you can trust any of them that uh, have the facade of being a really nice restaurant. Right, exactly. You're not getting a deal when you go to Benihana's. No. Because that's, that's in the water tower place. Yes. Or right by there. Yes, which is like the no, good the and Hancock. the bad. It, it's, it, it's, it's the other name for the middle place from yeah. the good place is the water tower place. Yes. The, it's, it is a John Hancock, but it is right near the water tower place. Water tower place is a big mall in Chicago for those of you who don't live here. Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Good guys. Good guys. Forrest Gump. Objectively the best guys. Also, I love that that chain did not exist. It's a fictional chain in an Academy Award winning movie that turned into a real life chain. And it's a popular chain. I mean, the site says there's 45 of them worldwide. (laughs) People wear shirts. When uh, when I was in ninth grade, and I've I've mentioned this vacation on the podcast before, uh, my family went to New York City. Mm Mm-hmm. And we went to the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And it's up high and you kind of overlook Times Square. Sure. And I remember being like, this is where celebrities eat. <laughs> <laughs> like just feeling like the fake, because we were very dressed up. I was, I played trivia every Monday for my senior year of college. And I remember we were close to winning one week. And then the final question usually had a lot of parts. It was kind of like list, you know, the mm-hmm. top 10 publications by you know subscriptions or whatever in the last year things Uh like that 
But one of the questions was, name all 30 different kinds of shrimp that Bubba names in Forrest Gump. And we were like, we're out. We lost. <laughs> I Goodbye. <laughs> all right. Now, here's one that's really going to shake it up. Chi-Chi's Mexican. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I have never been to a Chi-Chi's, but I've seen well, ads. here's probably why you haven't. At one time, it was the largest Mexican restaurant chain in the U.S. with 130 locations. But then bankruptcy forced the sale to Outback Steakhouse. Now only 12 remain in Europe and Asia. What? Yeah. Whoa. So Chi-Chi's is one of our fallen brethren from the good team. <laughs> Pour some out for the ones we've lost. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for I us. Think that's going to do it for us. Thank you again, as always, for your support and your love. Uh, before we go, we've got our signature weekly segment. Earnest Moment of the Week. I have an earnest moment of the week. I... Went to a concert recently okay, for, Brit- that. for Brittany Howard, who's the lead singer of the Alabama Shakes. Okay. She just put out a solo album, which you should 1,000% go listen to. It's both amazing. She's got the coolest voice. She's an amazing songwriter. And it's very, it's incredibly woke and interesting and cool just from musically and lyrically. She's so cool. She's so fucking cool. And I was like, you know She's when you go so to a show cool. and you're like, is this person going to be as good live yes. as they are on the recording? Yeah. She was amazing. Oh, God. It was her album release show. So I, we went the night the album officially came out. Oh, amazing. And so she chose to do that in Chicago. She chose to do it as like a big party, essentially. And she was just so excited that she could finally share this music with people. And she's just like, she's like James Browning it all over the stage. Like just, she had you eating out of the palm of her hand from the second the show started because she's so talented, but also because she was just so sincerely excited about the music that she was making that it was just so infectious and I loved it and I bought the shirt that I am wearing right now there and I bought a vinyl and I got very excited about it and I've been telling everyone I know. It's a great shirt. Thank you. It's got a pigeon on it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We want to give a huge thank you to Dylan Dutch for our amazing theme song. He's on Twitter at at Dylan Dutch, D-O-E-T-C-H. And also a big shout out to Ryan Cruz for the wonderful logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And just to remind you, we are up for an award. The award. The number one award in podcasting. Yes. In Chicago. (laughs) Comma. Of 2019. (laughs) Parenthesis. Alt newspaper edition. (laughs) Colon. It's a popularity contest and we just had enough people nominate us. But at the same time, we're up for this award. Yes, and it it would truly mean so much if you could vote for us. Uh, We are up for uh, Best Podcast in Chicago by the Chicago Readers 2019 Best of Awards. And we're up for Best Dog Walkers for some reason. Yeah, it's very (laughs) weird, but I guess we're going to walk your dogs now. We're quitting our jobs. Um, 
you can vote for us if you go to beingearnestpod.com slash bestofchicago. We've got a link there. We've got instructions because the reader site is a little bit wonky. It's it's a it's an amazing publication. We are so, so, so happy to be nominated. Uh, it's going to take you five seconds to figure out how to vote. Or you can go to us. We'll tell you in two seconds. Exactly. So we'll save you. Precious time. Time's money, baby. Buy, sell. Hollywood. Shanghai. Paris, France. London. New York City. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hollywood again. <laughs> Back to the beginning. Also, if you've got time and you're already voting for us, why don't you write us a little review on Apple Podcasts? Yes, yes, yes. It we'll kiss you on the mouth. Or not. If that's not your bag, we'll just give you a high five or just wave from across the room. So until next week, the best deal you can get at two for 20 is two big vultures and one on each shoulder. (laughs) See you next week. Thanks, everybody. Why not be?